Are you ready? Yes, I am. Then let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. Happy Happy Halloween! Halloween. Are you team funny costumes or team full-on horror? Creep along with us as we talk all things Halloween, both the tricks and the treats. We'll start by sharing with you the history of how this holiday came to be, how it has evolved, and how we celebrate today. So grab a bag of candy and join us as we spirit into Halloween. And take a walk with me. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening, wherever you are in the world. How are you today, Dallas? I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about Halloween. I my know. My favorite holiday of the year. It really is. It's And it's been that way forever. Huge smile. You can't see it on the podcast, but eventually we'll have video. And yes, I am beaming, smiling from ear to ear. I <laughs> cannot believe we're already talking about Halloween. Like, it's where has this year gone? Right? It's just absolutely flown by. And because of the extremes that I go to when I set up my Halloween decorations, I actually start decorating at the end of September. That's crazy. It is, but it's so much fun. And the people in the neighborhood really appreciate it every year. So I get a lot of joy out of it and I'm going to keep doing it. You be you. (laughs) I think you have a total of what, one Halloween decoration? Yes. And it's like out year round and the kids play (laughs) with it. So that's about it. Technically you celebrate Halloween all year. Yeah. Let's say that. Sure. (laughs) All right. Well, I see that you're in costume for this. So even though people can't see us, we're going to post pictures of us. Yes. But uh, go ahead and tell me who you are. I think I know the genre. Okay. Go for it. I think it's Star Trek. It is. I recognize the symbol on the shirt looks like that Space Force thing. Yes, the Space Force thing. (laughs) Wrong show, other show. (laughs) So yes, it is Star Trek. You guessed correctly. It is Star Trek The Next Generation. I am Dr. Beverly Crusher, complete with Tricorder, which you guys can't see. But yes, I have cosplayed this before. I have done this for Halloween. We The year we went to Comic-Con and had such an amazing time, me and my friends, it was the year of Star Trek. It wasn't it was me new... that went to Comic-Con. No, it was no. not. I no. I couldn't said... get Lori to Comic-Con, I think, if I kidnapped her and threw her on a plane. It just <laughs> depends on who would be there. I definitely would not be true. like there for everything. I would probably go if like one person I liked was there. Nathan Fillion. Perhaps. I think like this year, the cast of Ghosts was there and I would have loved to have seen them or gone to that, um, whatever they call it when they're in the room. Is that a panel? it's a panel. I see. I know Comic-Con lingo. You kind of do. You've been listening to me for a while. I would have actually liked to have gone, I think they were there this past year, um, the cast of the Orville, because who knows if they're going to get another season. I'm really crossing my fingers that they are, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of under Disney's control to say if they get it or not. So we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens. Okay. I would have done an Orville costume, but I don't think they have them yet. So Lori, you got into a costume. I did. Thank you. You're welcome. What is it? I am Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek, complete with a bebe on my head. That is what she called her wigs, her bebes. It's a beautiful wig. And we are going to have to take a snippet of the video and put it up on Instagram for you guys because we've gone to the nines. Yes. It's dress up day for us. Hopefully you guys will have some great costumes for us. Well, I don't know if I'll have time for that because I'm positively bedeviled with meetings, (laughs) etc. 
I don't know what kind of accent that was, but that she... you're, you're not saying you're an actress, but that was pretty spot on. I, I don't know. I don't, was. I would have to listen to it, but I think that, that I feel like that's the way she talks. She's got that very lengthy and the way she pronounces her words. You have to watch the show. Maybe I'll watch Orville if you say you'll watch Schitt's Creek. I have watched a little of Schitt's Creek. Oh, okay. You did get me to do that. We'll, we'll okay. have to talk about Schitt's Creek, Orville, and some other stuff yes. in a future episode, but Definitely. I did do it. So you're okay. on the hook for one Orville episode. I believe I watched the pilot. I believe it had something to do with he has an ex-wife. He did. So yes, I think you've, mm-hmm. you've watched one of the Orville. Oh, I probably forgot the rest. Okay, so we look the part. Let's now get into Halloween. And I'm going to start basically asking you the rapid fire. So question number one, have you always loved Halloween so much and why? Yes, emphatically <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I really couldn't tell you why I've liked Halloween. I guess it has something to do with dressing up. For that one day, you get to be somebody else, completely different, and you get to do it every year. And it doesn't have to be somebody you admire. It can be anyone. And you can get creative. I have seen some of the most creative costumes over the years, especially with couples and things. I think it's just really, it's a creative holiday for me. From putting up the decorations for the lawn, picking the theme, it's a dramatic holiday. Whereas I don't really get that from some of the other holidays. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Plus candy. I mean, come on. Yeah, true. At my size, candy is a thing that went into it. (laughs) Okay. Rapid fire number two. What type of Halloween do you like? Do you go scary Halloween? Do you go funny, cute? What's your story? I'm all over the board on this one. I do a little bit of both and it just depends on the year. One year I went all skeleton, dark skeleton. We had some with like little pieces of flesh on it and whatnot. And so it was a very dark and scary one. And then next year it was the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So it was nice and and cute and sweet. And I actually had some of the parents come up that year and were like, we're so thankful that you did a nice sweet one this year. It's, it's tough to find that. And I was like, I'm sorry to say it probably won't happen next year, but you know, maybe the year after I'll go back and do it again. One year was ghosts. And that was a pretty sweet one that year. So they were like the little white Caspers. Yeah. more Caspery and less scary phantasm. Okay. Yeah. Question three. What's your favorite Halloween treat? Almond Joy. Really? Yeah. It's an Almond Joy. That's your favorite? That's my favorite. You do not agree on the Almond Joy. I know that much. Come on. 25 years. We know that one. It's got coconut in it. If I buy a mixed bag of of candy, that would be what's left in it after I ate it. Well, that's why our friendship worked so well. We could buy the mixed bag of candy and you'd take one half and I would take the other half and it worked out. Totally true. All right. What's your favorite oh, Halloween? Oh, no, wait. I'm going to, I am going to rapid fire you back on this. Okay. What is your favorite candy? I don't know that I have a favorite candy or treat. However, when my kids come home, I do rifle through their bags and I take the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. Under the guise of I'm checking your candy? Yes. Okay. I have to, I have to check these. This package looks suspicious. Let me bite into it and see. But it's okay because for some reason, my children don't like peanut butter a whole lot. So they're, they're okay with it. They're more of the sweets than the chocolates. More the lollipop. Yeah. Type. Skittles and oh. Sour Patch Kids and all that, which I'm not into that one, that kind. That works. But it does. Except my <laughs> husband also wants the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And so he and I, yeah, it's war. <laughs> all right. What's your favorite Halloween movie? So tough. There are so many great Halloween movies to choose from. You asked earlier, scary or cute? And I would have to say, I cute, hands down, is the great I pumpkin, agree. Charlie Brown. It's Absolutely the great pumpkin, agree. Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. 100% has to be that one. 
I watch it every year and did my whole lawn for that one last year. It replete with a rising pumpkin that that rose twice a night from the most sincere pumpkin patch. Yes, exactly. The most sincere. So Snoopy was riding a pumpkin and it would rise up out of the thing. I had people waiting, <laughs> standing around at night, waiting for the pumpkin to rise. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. So I thought that was pretty funny. But as far as scary movies are concerned, there are just so many to choose from. But I have to say, I think the one that gets me every time is The Omen, the original one. Yeah. Something about scary kids just gets They're me. the worst. I Scary know. kids or dolls that come to life. I think the dolls, yes. I, yeah. The Chucky didn't get me very much. No, but... not that one. It was oh. called The Boy. Oh, I don't even yeah. know that one. Man. She was supposed to babysit a doll. That's a little weird. And then it became a horror movie. And I was like, oh, I'm out. I don't do horror movies. No. But there's a lot of great ones around that same time frame. The Shining, The Exorcist. There's, you know, there are a few. But again, I'd have to go. The Omen is the one that can still, to this day, it just gets me. I have not seen enough scary movies. And well, actually, I've seen too many. Let's put it that way. I just avoid them. I think I can guess the answer to this one. And from our previous conversation, everyone can. Are you a costume person or a no costume Halloween or goer? <laughs> I'm questioning now, why do we even have this question? We already knew I the know. answer to this one. I know. So yes, costumes all the way. And I think, again, the creativity of people is amazing. Over the years, I have just seen things that had to question, how did you even think of that? How did you come up with that? Yeah. And one of the best places ever it was quite jarring sometimes, was in LA. And there's a community down there that hosts this massive kind of Halloween block party really? every year. Okay. And just some of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Creative, right. off the charts. And of course, I mean, it's in Hollywood. So I'm sure a couple of costume designers <laughs> participate in that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a resume calling guard. And you? I used to dress up. I will dress up if I'm going or helping out my children's school Halloween party, but I don't dress up to take them trick-or-treating. Usually because I'm in like a winter down coat because it's freezing. I don't right. know how but my kids handle it. Didn't you guys do a, a family one recently? Didn't you do like a family Star Wars-y? Sort of. So here's here's how it went. I had a Princess Leia Kigu, like a, like a onesie. Mm -hmm. I got my husband Chewbacca and my youngest was probably three. So he was just a, a little Yoda, not baby Yoda from the Mandalorian. He was just a, a tiny little Yoda. My oldest son had the same Chewbacca little onesie that my husband had, but he changed his mind at the last minute and he went with Indiana Jones. So still Harrison Ford, still a lovable rascal. Still Lucasfilm related. <laughs> right. But I struggled. Uh, luckily, Amazon, thank you, had a Raiders of the Lost Ark outfit. He was Indiana Jones. But I usually do, like I said, when I go to the kids' parties at school, I'll get a costume that kind of goes with theirs. You're a good mom now. Uh, Supporting your kids. You're sweet. Okay. So that is the end of our rapid fire. And... We're going to get into this episode by basically giving you all a brief history of Halloween and how events sculpted the traditions of our modern day Halloween, mostly the evolution, why we do the things we do and why that's just so fascinating how it came to be. Dallas, you are the expert on Halloween and its history. Let me ask you, how did we get here? 
So I don't know what if I would go with expert on Halloween, but yes, I've done a lot of research into Halloween and I, of course, I love the holiday. So I love to talk to a lot of different people about the different ways they celebrate Halloween just to get ideas um, and where it came from. So I think it's kind of important. So Halloween started as a Celtic celebration of Samhain. Thank you to the Celts of Ireland, Scotland, and Northern France, with whom I share a kinship. Samhain signified the finish of the harvest and the end of their year. The Celts believed that at this time, the veil parted between the worlds of the living and the dead, and the spirits of the deceased loved ones could return. And not in a negative way. This was a, a way to communicate with the past, to resolve, release issues. It wasn't... So they, they didn't come a-haunting. No, they didn't okay. come a haunting. Now, there was the possibility of evil spirits coming through at the same time. Okay. Right? So that's kind of where some of the traditions actually started with as well, warding off some of the evil spirits, but allowing the kind spirits into your house. And in fact, at Samhain Feast, they actually set a place for some of their deceased relatives to be there with them. Do ghosts eat food? <laughs> I would think no. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Maybe okay. they do. Uncle it, Johnny it, still needs somewhere to sit, I guess. Exactly. I mean, if you pay attention to Ghostbusters, yes, the ghost will eat. He doesn't do anything with it. It goes right through him. But, you know, <laughs> hey, he tries to eat anyway. Okay. When the Romans came to the Celtic lands, Samhain merged with some of their traditions, including one called Feralia. That was also a day when the Romans commemorated the passing of the dead. So that's why those two areas kind of merged together. Another one that was brought in from the Romans was Pomona. And this was the Roman goddess of fruit and trees, which Samhain, again, was the harvest celebration. It was the end of the year. So we're talking about things like apples and cornucopia and, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables around that time. So it was part and parcel with Pomona to have this fruit and trees. And this is where they believe, since Pomona's symbol was an apple, scholars believe that this is what introduced bobbing for apples into Halloween. Okay. I kind of wonder if there's a caramel god that I can thank for caramel apples. I believe there is, because nothing that heavenly could come from mere mortals. <laughs> so true. Now in the seventh century, All Saints Day was created. Since the day was also referred to as All Hallamas due to its Middle English roots, the night before October 31st was then called or referred to as All Hallows Eve. And eventually it was truncated to Halloween. Now this also brought the early concept of trick-or-treating as poor people would visit the homes of the wealthy and receive what were called soul cakes in exchange for a promise to pray for the homeowner's dead relatives. I much prefer our modern take of giving out candy, don't you? I do love the candy part, although I try not to eat too much. <laughs> All right, let's get to the costume part. Were costumes always a part of Halloween? I know that back in the older days gone by, masquerade balls were a thing, and people have always loved dressing up, even just for evening supper. Mm -hmm. or dinner, whatever you call it. So what about costumes of Halloween specifically? Well, it's been around for a while. Around the 16th century, writers recorded the first mumming or dressing up in Scotland. But I'd be surprised if it didn't start earlier than that. The intention of the dress up was to scare away any evil spirits or keep evil spirits away from you with a scary outfit so that the spirit couldn't recognize you. Uh-huh. So while people continued wearing costumes well into the 19th century, 
the modern-day mass-produced package costumes didn't debut until the 1950s. So a long time before that came into mainstream America. Interesting. Okay. When did Halloween kind of infiltrate America, if you will? Well, when my ancestors, <laughs> <laughs> way, way, way back, the Irish and the Scottish migrated to America, they brought Halloween with them. Jack-o'-lanterns, in fact, made their debut due to the old Irish myth of Stingy Jack, who lost a bet with the devil and had to carry a burning coal inside a turnip for eternity. A I still turnip? Question, yeah, I still question, who came up with that punishment? It's weird. <laughs> a turnip. Okay. I'm thinking Stingy Jack was tiny. But those turnips are actually pretty big. There is a plaster cast of an original turnip back from the Middle Ages that had a face carved into it in the National Country Museum in Ireland. I'm not even going to touch that, that they made a plaster cast of a turnip. <laughs> <laughs> the scary face turnip. That they yes. found one and somebody said, let's hold on to that. Definitely. Okay. I'm going to add some amazing pictures of pumpkins and turnips to our Instagram and our Twitter sites because people, again, this is part of what I love about Halloween. They are extremely creative and artistic. How they do these things with pumpkins, never know. And there are tons of shows now on Halloween pumpkin carving that are out there. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I've not seen those. Yeah. Okay. okay. You mentioned before that trick-or-treating tradition started back in the Middle Ages when people would go and get the soul cakes. But that sounded like pretty much a cake, a treat. So they're getting something good. What about the tricks? How did that all come to be? Ah, well, the same writings in Scotland about the costumes also included a reference to young men threatening to do mischief if they were not welcome to a house. Really? Tricks and I pranks rose in prevalence peaking in the Great Depression, probably spurred on by the dire economic situation. And at that point, parents actually came up with some new things for kids to do on Halloween instead of running amok. Amok, amok, amok. Okay, my ode to Hocus Pocus, one of the newer, <laughs> and the Sanderson sisters, one of the newer cult classics of Halloween movies. I, I know that is a favorite of pretty much everyone. I have ever seen it. Yes. So Hocus Pocus and Bette Midler, they're actually making a sequel. I believe it's coming out in a few days, actually. It is. It is. So going back to the trick-or-treats, the trick part, again, had gotten a little raucous and parents were a little concerned about their kids' safety and, but still wanting to make sure that they were able to celebrate the holiday. Mm -hmm. So what they did, their answer in the 1930s was haunted houses. Really? Yeah. It was a way to curtail some of the rowdy aspects of pranking and give kids a safe, albeit scary, place to celebrate. Yeah. It's like, don't go out and do bad things, but here, go to this place and be scared to death anyway. Yep. You can't wow. scare others, but we're going to scare you. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. So that's kind of the history of Halloween in a nutshell. There's a lot more that's out there about Halloween, its origins and things of that nature. So how do you celebrate today? Because I know I've already said I do my lawn up. I have had Halloween, big, huge Halloween parties in the past. I costume up. But how do you celebrate today? Yes, we've established that I'm not the Halloween freak. It's not one of, it's just not one of my favorite holidays. I enjoy it enough. I love the parties at the school. Enjoy seeing the little kids in their costumes. 
it's just not really for me. I, as an adult, after college, after the college Halloween parties, I probably only dressed up once before I had kids. But as soon as I had those kids, they were in costumes and they were both late October babies. So basically my first one, a couple days old, had a little, this is my Halloween costume bib. Yeah. And a little ghost pants or, uh, sorry, pumpkin pants. Mm -hmm. The first year of both of their lives, they didn't really have a great costume, but we made do. But ever since then, they've had costumes. Although my oldest is starting to get to the age where he doesn't want to wear a costume unless it's to the school party. He doesn't want to trick or treat or anything. Speaking of trick-or-treating, because that has been a huge change for me. I mean, you take the kids out all the yes. time mm-hmm. um, for Halloween, but I'm at home providing treats. And I think it's the most fun I've had over the past couple of years because now I'm in a house. I was doing lots of traveling for the very long period of time, so I wouldn't really have a set place where trick-or-treaters game. Tell me about some of the trials and tribulations you've had with trick-or-treating, both taking the kids around and then what you've experienced at your house, because you guys aren't there to to monitor the trick-or-treating, whereas I am. Right. Just depending on the age, we'd go out. Children are five years apart. So once they started getting tired or something trick-or-treating, you know, when we only had one, I'd say, well, I'm going to head back to the house and my husband would continue on just a couple more houses. And then we'd be home super early because, you know, little guy, and I would hand out the candy for the rest of the night or he would. Then with two, you're out for a little bit longer. You're carrying a younger one. You have to take them up again, do two trick or treats, make sure they only take one and then escort them back down. So we were out much longer. I wasn't home to give out the candy, which is what I liked doing. Like doing it when I was single, like do it, doing it before kids. Yeah. I loved seeing the costumes. That's fun. Yes. They're adorable. Yes. I know. Like one girl was a cupcake once and I was like, oh my gosh, I just wanted to hug her. She was a cupcake. <laughs> so cute. But when we started being out with both of them during peak trick-or-treating time, I had to start leaving a bowl, a large bowl on our front porch with the candy in it. And I had a little sign, you know, I I don't feel that's Karen-ish, but I had a little sign that says, please limit to a couple pieces. I don't know how I worded it. I have a ring camera so I can see everything. And some, you know, a lot of people with parents, little kids with parents, the parents be like, hey, you get one or two or what, however many. Mm-hmm. But one year I saw just a group of teenagers with pillowcases just came up and they emptied the entire bowl of candy into all three of their uh, pillowcases. And that was early in the evening. And so I was just like, oh, man, are you like, that's rude. So I was just like, mm. and the next year we actually moved houses, same city, just on the other side of town. So I was like, oh, maybe this year will be different. So we did the same mm-hmm. thing. We went trick-or-treating, we left the candy out and I came home and my candy and bowl were missing this time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. They took my bowl. They took your bowl. They took the bowl that the candy was in. And I couldn't get a good look on the camera that was teenagers. Not all teens are bad, but this is just who took all my candy. And your bowl. Uh, And my bowl. Yes. My and it was like legit it was like legitimately a Halloween bowl. So technically that was a decoration. 
Oh no. It had little, it was orange and black and had little Halloween people mm-hmm. on the side of it. So it was technically a decoration. So they stole my decor. <laughs> so they've stolen half of your decor. They still have my decor. <laughs> yes. They stole my Halloween bowl. <laughs> oh my gosh. They did. And all I could, I couldn't see anything because the, the way they, where they were versus my camera, all I could see was a big bunch of grapes, like from the Hanes underwear, fruit of the, or not Hanes, fruit of the loom. <laughs> you, he looked like the batch of grapes. The, from you were her, robbed by the fruit of the loom. <laughs> by the fruit of the loom grapes. That's the only person I could see. Basically, um, you wanted to squish them and make wine. Pretty much. <laughs> so after that, I, I stopped leaving candy out. Oh, that's sad. Well, you know, that's just the point I got. There's enough people without children on the street who hand out candy. There's enough people with older kids that someone's home mm-hmm. that they can do it. But while my kids are still at the trick-or-treating age yeah. and I need to be out with my younger one at least, yeah, no candy. Sorry, guys. Don't come a knocking. Wow. Lights are turned off. One Just of a bad reasons. experience. A bad experience. That's horrible. Yeah. And I mean, I could understand it once, but I mean, they took my bowl. <laughs> they did. They took your bowl. And I have to I've say never recovered. That- you had said earlier, you know, not all teenagers are the same. And I was concerned about that because we have more than a few teenagers in the neighborhood that I knew of. I mean, one is even across the street. And so my first year in being home and doing up everything, I was worried, you know, about the decorations and I was worried about the candy on that night. And I tell you, I had a completely different experience with our teenagers here. They came up to my door they rang the doorbell nicely. And then only one of them was actually wearing a Simi costume, but they were so nice. They said, hi, happy Halloween. We just came by to see if you had any extra candy after the kids have left because they came by, you know, well after all of the, the younger the peak kids. time. The peak yeah. time. And they said, you know, we know we're, we're older and that, you know, we're not necessarily wearing costumes, but if you have any extra candy that you would be willing to give us, that would be great. And they were so sweet. <laughs> right there, I was like, there's your costume. You're wonderfully well-behaved teenagers. Right? <laughs> my my, people would my, not believe they exist. <laughs> my mind is blown. And that honestly, oh, yeah. that sounds like a fake story. I'm not saying you're a liar, but it's it's such the opposite of my experience that it sounds like just a fake story. I'm like, where are these teenagers? Okay. This is not fake news. I know. <laughs> it's absolutely not fake news. I, I swear. These were very kind teenagers and they even came back. They've come back one other year. They haven't come back every year, but they came back one other year. And again, same thing after all of the kids were gone and were very kind and didn't steal my bowl. And, but I mean, I was there, you know, monitoring it, but the next year they came back, they were actually wearing costumes. So it was even more fun. Yeah. I've I've never, I've never not given candy to someone who's come up, you know, a lot of times I can tell it's like maybe an older sibling, they have that annoyed look like my my parents are forcing me to take this one with me. I'd rather be at a party with my friends. Mm -hmm. So I've never not done it. It's just, I have not had those teenage experiences. I got lucky. You did. And hopefully I will continue to get lucky to make sure that we provide a great Halloween experience for my neighborhood. Whereas I just turn my lights off and pretend I'm not home after a certain time. (laughs) Rooting through your children's bags, looking for the peanut butter cups. One year I tried to bribe them. I bought 
the candy. And I said, I will give you guys this entire bag of candy if you don't drag me out trick-or-treating this year. They had costumes, they wore them to their school party and I let them do our cul-de-sac. The people that I knew and I could kind of like sit in the fire pit in the front, they went around and they had fun. They saw their little friends, they talked, but it wasn't like the parade down house to house to house to house to house. Now that we kind of described our differences with uh, trick-or-treating side of Halloween, Let's get into the party side of Halloween, because as I've mentioned, my parties are exclusive to my kids' classroom, whereas you are known for throwing parties at Halloween and doing it up big time. In the past, because I'm not doing it now, just because my condition, I don't have a lot of extra energy, and I haven't gotten to meet enough people up here when my new place I've moved to, to be able to justify doing a party. But with my house, I'm, I really want to. I am looking forward to it in the next couple of years, to feeling healthier and feeling up to having some of these epic parties again. There were many, many years where, honestly, we were like, yes, Lori, I'll just fly you out. We had people coming in from two hours away to be able to come, to come to the party. So I pick a theme every year. Uh huh. So I'm kind of doing the outdoor decorations as my party now. I'm picking gotcha. a theme and we, we have a big thing. One year, the theme was Haunted House. It was the Gothic Mansion kind of thing. And I did up the entire interior of the house. Both floors were fully decorated top to bottom okay. it had a and i will post some of these pictures up because i've put them out before in a couple of places but i think some people will enjoy this so in the haunted house it had a full uh, it had a seance room it had a morgue it had a dungeon it was supposed to be a walkthrough dungeon but we ran out of time and trying to get everything together it had a full witch's kitchen with witch foods i remember the food head in the jar yes you've seen some of the foods the little yes. pumpkin oranges and the ghost and, bananas and the, and the hot dog fingers or something. Yes. One of the years was a witch's hand pizzas. So I sculpted pizza dough into little hands and then put toppings on them and then put little almond sliver green colored fingernails on them. No, wait, I take that back. Those were the witch's finger breadsticks. So that wasn't in the shape of the hand. The year we did the hand was the zombie party year okay. where I dressed up as Jessica Rabbit. And honestly, that was the year that Heidi Klum dressed up as Jessica Rabbit and I was the better Jessica Rabbit. But oh. <laughs> Heidi Klum, to give her kudos and props on this one, she actually went so far as to dress up as Jessica Rabbit according to the actual dimensions of the drawn cartoon character. Oh, wow. So everything was majorly off. I mean, it was totally over-exaggerated. And that's really what she was trying to kind of prove with that. She but really wanted to be the cartoon. She really wanted to be, she wanted to be the exaggerated form of the cartoon to show how wrong that really was. How now, she is one celebrity who probably rivals you for Halloween. I've seen her years and years, <laughs> hours in the makeup chair. And yes. then her posting the, her party pictures. It's crazy to me. So I, I was very happy. I had a year where I looked better than Heidi Klum, but that's because she was trying <laughs> to not look great. <laughs> so thank you, Heidi, for that. I appreciate you for that. Whereas I've been planets, 
giant round planets for my son. I've been R2D2 for my son. I don't know how the Oh, thank you. But no, I haven't had so much of the fun costumes in my life since I've had kids. Yeah. So the year of Jessica Rabbit was the year I did the zombie theme. Don't ask me why. Those two went together. But it was the ultimate zombie party. I really had wanted to do zombies for a long time, but we had a friend who was terrified of zombies. So we kind of wanted to stay away from it, but she wasn't able to come that year. And so I was like, Ooh, zombie year. (laughs) And again, went all out. I had a, and of course, Walking Dead was huge at the time and all of my friends were Walking Dead fans. So I did a, a zombie training land in the lower floor. Yes, so you could actually kill zombies. I had zombie targets and and you could use little Nerf arrow guns and- Oh, tell me you had whack-a-mole. We had a whack-a-mole. We had a whack-a-mole zombie. And we also had this woman on Etsy made these custom zombie pinatas. So I had zombie pinatas. So you could actually take a baseball bat to a zombie oh, and, wow. and get candy. Wasn't there a baseball bat heavily featured in- Yes. The walk, okay. Didn't the baseball bat have a name too? It did. And oh my gosh, you're going to put me on the spot for that one. Betty? Lucille. Lucille. Okay. Lucille. And it was a wooden bat. It was covered with chain or spikes or something. Spikes. The whatever that fencing is that barbed wire. Thank you barbed wire around it so Ah, yeah well i don't think the year i had the zombie party i don't think they had debuted lucille in the in the tv series yet so i didn't have that that available for people to use for their zombie training but we had others and then i did a whole zombie buffet for the food so we had a big table and it had this dead guy on it dead zombie guy and then mm. in each of the sections of the zombie it had different foods so it had like a zombie oh, brain brain mold <laughs> for your appetizer dip and then i went with barbecue oh god which was a which was a walking dead throwback and it had so the legs of the zombie were legs <laughs> chicken and legs the ribs were in the ribs Again, I'll post the pictures of these. Oh it was hilarious. And then we, I don't think I want to see the pictures eating. of these. Yes, people were just going in and eating the zombie. Oh, gosh. To me, that's a nightmare. <laughs> and that wasn't even the year when I did the zombie hand meatloaf. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, yes, I have had some very epic parties um, for Halloween. They are one of my favorite things to do, and I've been very much missing them over the past couple of years since I moved and since COVID and everything else happened. So one of these years soon, there will be You'll get back a to it. party. And then one of these years soon, I'll have to figure out what to do with my Halloweens if I don't have little kids to take out. You'll have to come I'll to be- my parties. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if they're zombie themed. If you do well, another Charlie Brown one, I'll come. <laughs> or Spookly the Square Pumpkin. I love him. Maybe Casper. Mm. Spookly? Okay. I'll have to look up Spookly. I don't think I've ever seen Spookly. He's a square pumpkin who's okay. who they're all prejudiced against because he's not the right shape. <laughs> oh, he's okay. the sweetest little thing. It's so Aww. cute. My son watches it. He used to watch it year round. Spookly the Square Pumpkin. All right. Yes. We'll think about he it for a year. He even had songs. There were songs in there. It's a musical. Well, after that whole baby shark thing, when your one was younger, I can't do it again. Luckily, he was on the tail end of that, so that didn't last long. Well, now that the Halloween parties are over, we're going to throw back to last week's episode when we talked about libraries. And last week, we challenged ourselves to step outside of our literary comfort zone. 
to read a book in a different genre. I chose a romance novel, which I'm still waiting on it to arrive. If I had gone the Kindle route, it would already be here and I wouldn't be having this conversation, but <laughs> I actually went with one recommended by a friend and I had to find a print version. So I will touch back in with you guys when I actually read through that book. Lori, how did yours go? So I dug through the many self-help books I always buy intending to read and then never do. And I found one and I have started reading it. Excellent. I'm kind of skipping into the chapters that interest me most. And then I'm going to go back and, and kind of do a full read, but I have started. I can kind of see why I never read one fully. It's just very hard <laughs> to like internalize all the stuff you're reading. So I'm, I'm glad I, I picked this as my little challenge because it is a challenge. That's good. Change yeah. is hard. It is. But worth it. Definitely. So... What is our challenge for this week? Now, yeah, mine, of course, is going to be pretty easy. It's not even really going to be a challenge. I'm going to be putting the finishing touches on my outdoor Halloween extravaganza for this year. Lori, what are you going to challenge yourself to do this year? I am going big. Prepare yourself. I'm prepared. Hold on. I'm, I'm grabbing onto the oh, desk. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You ready? Yep. I'm ready. I'm going to replace the bowl. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Oh, it's a good one. Okay, fine. It's a I'll really just get good a, one. <laughs> I'll get another piece of Halloween decor, including the bowl. So the bowl and another Halloween decor. Because uh, I don't know if I'll use the bowl. I mean, you I was can... gonna, I was gonna be use the bowl just for like chips and stuff in our house. I wasn't necessarily gonna put it, fill it up with candy and go back out so someone else steals right. it. Right. Well, but... you could go with you're replacing fifty percent of your Halloween decor. This is true. Actually, you know, you know what? I might, really I might make it just like autumn decor, not specifically Halloween. <laughs> oh, no. This is a Halloween like... challenge. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay, okay. I will buy another piece of Halloween decor. Maybe a wreath for the door. A Halloween wreath. Okay. Sounds good. It's I will a good I'll start looking The bowl was a good challenge. Let me give you my, I'm excited about your bowl part, too. Get a bowl. I love that. I love that bowl. That was like the perfect size for everything. I used it. I used it all year round. That was, yeah. see, it was a great bowl. So you need a new bowl. It was. <laughs> so what are we going to challenge our listeners to for Halloween? I think we're going to keep it pretty easy, but super fun. Guys, just go out and enjoy the holiday. And Have lots please, of fun. <laughs> yes, get lots of candy. If you're into scary things, get scared. But send us pictures. We want to see costumes. We want to see jack-o'-lanterns we want to see everything carve Please. turnips <laughs> yes if anyone carves a turnip definitely tag Absolutely. us on instagram or twitter we we want to see you guys enjoying the holiday we certainly do we'd love to share that with you now that we've discussed our ideas are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share drop us a comment on instagram or become a patreon member for special perks and bonus content for a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website. Thanks so much for joining us on this week's Creep into Halloween. Join us next time as we morph into the macabre world of true crime. We'll deliberate over the world's fascination with this exploding genre and follow leads into some of the forensic favorites. Follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at next week's episode. I'm Lori. And I'm Dallas. And this is the Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. 
These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received in exchange for providing reviews of these products, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintoapodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.